Well, hello there. This is Aaron from the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. I bet you're wondering why all of a sudden there is this episode dropping in the middle between the last episode and the one that comes on Tuesday. That's very unusual, isn't it? I know. I know that is very unusual. And here's the thing. This is not about the self-up exam. This this episode has nothing to do with trying to help you learn English, although maybe by listening to it, it'll help you. But that's not my idea with this. It has nothing to do with the self-up exam or learning English. No. It's something completely different, but it's something that has been on my mind, something that I've been thinking about doing for quite some time now. But I'll be honest with you. Even though I've wanted to do it for a while, I've been kind of nervous to do it. I've been, I don't know, not feeling very brave to do it, but it just keeps rolling around in my mind, doesn't let me stop thinking about it. My mind doesn't let me stop thinking about it. So I kind of feel like I've got to do this. I just have to try it and see what happens. You see, a couple of weeks ago, Maybe you remember me publishing this episode, but I was talking all about dealing with failure and dealing with discouragement and feeling down. And I published that episode in a time when I was feeling discouraged and down and frustrated, stuck, all kinds of things. My family and I have been going through a challenging season in our life. It's just it just has felt like one thing after another. Have you ever had something like that happen to you where it's just like one thing after another after another and it just feels so hard to keep going sometimes. And I was feeling discouraged. I was feeling down. I was feeling like, man, I don't know how to keep going. And I got to thinking about you. And I was thinking, I wonder if you have times like that. I wonder if you are in a time like that, where you find yourself feeling down and frustrated and discouraged and like you want to give up. If you do, and if you are, if right now is one of those times for you, then I hope that this episode helps you. I hope that this episode encourages you because that was what I had in mind. I was thinking if I'm having these times, I bet some of you, well, I bet you might be having a time like that too. And if you've been a listener to the podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard me say that during my day, when I'm working during the day, I work as a chaplain. I work with senior citizens. That's my day job. And I love what I get to do. But my job has me working with people who are also going through very discouraging sometimes, very difficult, very challenging experiences in their life. And that's part of my job is to be there with them 
It's to be listening to them. It's to be offering encouragement. It's to be be their friend when it feels like they don't have a friend. And as a chaplain, my job is also to try to help them connect with God and to find hope and strength from him. And without wanting to sound like I'm preaching at you because I don't want to come off that way. I don't want to be that guy that makes you think that I've got it all figured out and I've got my hands on my hips and I'm just pointing my finger at you. No. What I thought I would like to try to do is share an encouraging note with you, an encouraging message for you that I hope will speak to you. And I hope that it will encourage you. What I want to share with you is from a chapel service that I gave a couple of weeks ago. And I know it really helped a couple of people who were listening to it because they came up to me and thanked me afterwards. It was what they needed to hear. And I want to share this with you because the ideas in here meant something to me. On some of the more difficult days that I've had over the past month, this message that I want to share with you today encouraged me. It lifted me up. So like I said before, I hope it doesn't come across like I'm trying to preach at you. What I do hope is that it encourages you. So here it goes. So a couple of weeks ago, I was driving my son home from school. It was in the afternoon, and it was one of those days where the wind is just going all over the place. It's, it was a blustery day. I don't know if you've heard that word before, but blustery means that the wind is just going all directions. It's not in one direction. It's going in all kinds of different directions, and it's random. Like it comes on, it's blowing, it's going all over the place, and then it gets really quiet. And then it starts up again, blowing really hard. And also, right now, it's the fall. It's autumn. I don't know if this happens where you live, but where I live, in the fall, the leaves start to turn colors. They start to change colors. They go from being green to yellow to orange to brown. There's lots of different kinds of colors. And as they start changing colors, they also start to fall off the trees. And usually blustery days, like the day that I was telling you about, help take all the leaves off of the trees. And on this particular day, like I said before, I was driving my son home from school. And we were getting really close to where we live. And where we live is on a hill. In, in, in the city where we live, we live on this hill. And we were about halfway up the hill, driving along, and all of a sudden there was this big gust of wind. And it didn't just come and then go. It, it was blowing all over the place, all at the same time. But it didn't stop. It kept going and going and going. And that's when my son and I saw the most amazing thing. 
It was so amazing because I have never seen something like what we saw before. Outside, because of all the wind, there was like this huge cloud of leaves flying all over the place in all kinds of different directions because of the wind. And the leaves were coming off of the trees, but they were also being picked up from the ground. The wind was so crazy that day. It was picking up leaves that had already fallen and, and lifting them up, lifting them up into the air. And it was pulling leaves off of the trees and just like, it, they were just flying in all different directions at once, but there were so many of them. That was what was impressive for me. Just how many leaves there were. There were thousands and thousands of them all at once. I had seen little bunches of leaves flying around. I had seen little bits of leaves come up off of the ground and fly into the air and then come down again. But I have never seen thousands at the same time swirling around and around. And it was so interesting and impressive that I pulled over because we got to the, to the part where I normally parked parked my van I pulled over and my son and I were watching out the window as these leaves just went flying everywhere. And we decided we have to get out. We have to get out and see this outside of the car. So we jumped out of the car, closed the car, locked the doors, and we just stood there watching the leaves flying everywhere as the wind blew. And then all of a sudden, the wind stopped. It, it died down really quickly. Can you guess what happened to all those leaves that were flying all over the place in the sky above us? Yeah, they started falling down around us everywhere all at once. It was almost like it was a, a rainstorm of leaves, except there wasn't raining. It was storming leaves. That's what it felt like because they just kept falling and falling and falling from everywhere, all at once. It was such a cool experience to see so many leaves all up in the air at once, and then they all come falling down. Later on, as I was thinking about that experience, I started feeling like, man, my life feels a lot like those leaves right now. Because of all the things going on in my life, in the life of my family and at work, and the things going on in the world around us, on the news, you know, I felt like I was being blown all over the place. There was just too many things happening at the same time, and it was overwhelming. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling like I didn't have any control over which way I was going and where I was going to fall. It just felt out of my control. And it's, there were moments I remember feeling scared listening to the news as, you know, all these different conflicts are breaking out all over the place in the world. It feels scary. And because of the challenges that my family and I are facing, it feels scary. Some of the things that we're trying to deal with, you know, and many of those situations that we are finding ourselves in are out of our control. We're doing our very best to resolve them. But so much of it is beyond what we can do. And that week, 
it was my turn to deliver a chapel service. And I wanted to share in that chapel service, I wanted to share those leaves flying all over the place. I wanted to share how amazing those leaves look, but at the same time, I wanted to say how much those leaves flying everywhere made me feel, made me think of what my life was like. And it made me also think about what the life of some of the residents that I get to serve are like. Many of them are dealing with diseases that are out of their control. Many of them have dementia, which is something that slowly begins to change the way your mind works. And there's nothing that you can do to stop it. And for some of them, it's a really scary experience. You know, they feel out of control. They feel like they don't know what's going to happen next to them. And it's scary. And that day, on the day that I was, it, it was my turn to, to lead the chapel service, I was reading this Bible verse. And this is the, the verse that I shared in the chapel because, and this is the verse that spoke so much to me. And this is the verse that I wanted to share with you. That if you are going through a time where you feel out of control, where you feel like you don't know which way you're going and when you're going to come down and what's it going to be like when you come down, if it's going to be hard or if it's going to be a soft landing or it just feels all out of control and you're scared, if that's you, I want to share this scripture verse with you. It's found in Psalm 63, verse 8. And I'm reading to you from the Amplified Version of the Bible. And the Amplified Version, if you're not familiar with it, it just picks certain words and draws out what the word means. So it amplifies different words to help you un better understand what a particular verse or uh, a particular idea is trying to say. So that's what the Amplified Version is. And anyway, this is what it says. It says, My soul, my life, my very self clings to you, and your right hand upholds me. I'm going to say that again. My soul, my life, my very self clings to you, and your right hand upholds me. My life and my very self clings to you. And of course, it's talking about clinging to God. Clinging to God, but with everything that you are, the everything that I am, all of who I am clings to God. And the word that I was thinking a lot about in that passage was clinging. I don't know if you've heard that word before, but when I say the word cling, I don't know if something comes to mind for you, but I think of someone grabbing a hold of something and hanging on for their life. You know, they're just grabbing a hold of that and not letting go no matter what. That's clinging. And I also think of something that we use. I don't know if you use this sometimes. I bet you you do. It's a pretty common uh, thing that you'd find maybe around your house. But there's something called saran wrap. Or sometimes it goes by the name of cling wrap. And very often you use it 
if you have leftovers, you, it's like this clear plastic material that's very soft, very, uh, it's see-through. You can lift it up and look through it and you, you have no trouble seeing what's on the other side. But the thing about cling wrap or saran wrap is that when, when you put it on over top of something, it kind of grabs a hold of whatever it is that you're trying to, to put it on. It grabs a hold of it. And for me, for me, I've found whenever I try to use cling wrap, it sticks to everything, usually except the thing that I'm trying to get it to, or at least not right off the bat. I have to kind of wrestle with it to make it get to the thing that I'm trying to wrap it with. But, correct, but saran wrap is not strong by itself. Like it's very flimsy. It's like a piece of paper. It's not strong. So it, it depends on whatever it is that you are wrapping it around for strength. And once it gets wrapped around that thing, whatever it might be, I'm, I'm thinking of a plate of food, it becomes very difficult to get off. It, it, it doesn't glue itself there, but it sure feels like it's glued on because it just loves to stick and it's hard to get off. That's the image that that scripture verse wants us to have. It's inviting us to cling to God like that, with everything that we have, with all of our being, to kind of wrap ourselves around God in the middle of our difficult circumstances. Those words meant a lot to me that day. Because like I was telling you before, I was feeling all out of control. I was feeling like one of those leaves flying in all kinds of different directions, and I was scared. And when I read that verse, it was like a reminder for me, hey, wrap yourself around God. Let God wrap himself around you. You can't stand by yourself. But if you wrap yourself around God, you will be strong. And actually, the second part of that scripture verse says, your right hand upholds me. My soul clings to you, God, and your right hand upholds me. That's really interesting to me. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm praying, when I'm asking God for help, I'm usually asking him to rescue me, you know, to get me out of this difficult situation. I can't deal with it myself. Take me out of this. Rescue me. And sometimes he does. I can tell you so many stories of times where I have been in impossible situations, my family has been in impossible situations, and God has rescued us. He's, he's worked in miraculous ways to get us into a safe place or to help us resolve the problem that we were dealing with. But sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes his right hand upholds us and we go through whatever situation we're going through. But not alone. We go with him. And his right hand keeps us from falling. I needed to hear that that day. 
I needed to hear that God was with me, that I wasn't facing the problems that I was trying to deal with on my own. I needed to be reminded that sometimes God doesn't rescue me completely out of the situation, but sometimes he just keeps us from falling and he helps us get through it day by day, little by little, as we cling to him. That's what I wanted to share with you today. I don't know what's going on in your life, my friend. I I don't know what problems and what situations you're facing. But if you're anything like the people that are around me, I hear so many people say how afraid they are. I hear so many people say how out of control their life feels sometimes. I'm one of those people who says that. I want to encourage you to not to try to stand up on, on your own two feet and to try to deal with the things that you are facing on your own. I want to encourage you to be like cling wrap and wrap yourself around God with everything that you are, your soul, your life, your very self, everything that makes you, you. Wrap yourself around God with me. That's what I'm trying to do too to wrap myself around God and and depend on him to help me through. And you will see, like I have been seeing, God's right hand upholding me, keeping me from falling, helping me get through these challenging circumstances that we find ourselves in. Thank you for listening to me today. I really hope that this encourages you. That's the reason why I was sharing it. And if you would like to talk with me about it, if you would like to tell me that you didn't like it, if you would like to tell me that you did like this and you'd like to hear more, I would love to hear from you. I would like to know if you would like me to share little stories like these from time to time. Not on the same days as the regular podcast, but maybe you know, midweek or something like that, between episodes. If you would like to talk to me about this, I want to hear from you. You can send me an email at Aaron, that's A-A-R-O-N, Aaron, at com. That's Aaron, at com. And I will also put some links in the show notes Uh, for this episode. If you want to connect with me and let me know what you thought, let me know if this was helpful, or let me know, you know, I don't want to hear things like this. That'll be okay. I, I don't mind hearing from you. I would love to hear from you either way. So, uh, thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. God bless you. Bye-bye. My friend, are you struggling right now with your selfie prep? Does it feel like you're lost and everyone around you knows what they're doing except you? Don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you don't have someone to ask, um, hello, I'm here. And I'm not even waiting for you to ask for help. I'm inviting you to come and work with me. 
I'm an experienced English teacher and certified CELPIT trainer, and I can help you prepare for your exam. So if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed with what to study next for the CELPIP exam, and if you're ready to get friendly support and encouragement when you're having a hard time, then today is the day for you to connect with me. I want to work with you. Just go to www.selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener, and you'll get a 25% discount when you join the Selfip Success School. I'll put a link for that in my show notes, but that link again is selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener, and you will get a 25% discount. The Selfip Success School combines weekly assignments that you can do on your own with unlimited support from me, as well as weekly live coaching calls. Let's work together and conquer the Selpip exam.